Hello! Uh, welcome to All the Way Down, number 13. Uh, I'm Dash. Nox is here. Nox is a little sick, though, aren't you? Just with allergies. Uh, and kind of at the thought that I just realized I never updated any uh, video things here, except it looks like you might actually already have. It says, we, we're doing something this week called Todd Todgers? Yes. So, um, yeah, you picked a good week to be uh, a little sick, because... Um, Strap yourself in. I've got, I've, I've got something to, I've got a story to tell you. Uh, how? So, uh, yeah. I mean, we can just jump right, right into it. Um, so you've never heard of this man, uh, Todd Rogers? Uh, no. I, but you did bring up another name that did sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. There's another name that will also become uh, m- that most people, a lot of people, have heard of. That that'll become important. So, um, what I want to talk about has to do with the world of old video game records and the oh. idea of like before speed running was really a thing, there was oh like, yeah, you mean like timing records, not like like music <laughs> well, uh correct, yes, so before there was speed running, uh there was you know people trying to get the best scores in old games, right. And, you know, for a long time, there wasn't anyone really keeping track of it. Uh, There were, like, certain publishers and stuff would make newsletters where they would post scores of some of their games. Like, Activision had a newsletter where they posted, uh, you know, certain, like, send in your Polaroids of your game scores, you know, and they Uh, would, like, post who did the best and that kind of thing. But at some point, yeah. And uh, at some point, there needed to be kind of an authority for it, uh, and that authority became a site called uh, Twin Galaxies, if you've ever heard of them. Uh, That's like the site that, uh, well, it wasn't originally a website, you know, because this was the 80s. Um, It was just the kind of the people who sort of became in charge of it. And so here's... Here's kind of what happened. This all started, I want to say, like three years ago, maybe like four years ago. Some some things started to to uh, uh, come out. Um, mainly, there's this Atari game. This is at least how I got introduced to this world, um, or or just this long running story. Is that there was this Atari game called Dragster. Dragster is a very simple game where you start it, there's a little countdown, you know, your dragster is on top, the opponent, which might be a second player or a computer, is on the bottom, and all you have to do is you use, I think you use, like, the button for the gas, and then you use the stick to, like, shift, uh, and this, this so is like you... top fuel drag racer, like, the you know, the straight up in yep. a line, giant rocket yep. cars, everything, yeah. Yeah, and this is an Atari game, so it's like nice. your dragster is just is just uh, on top, and theirs is on bottom. It goes to the right, and all you got to do is just gas and shift and try to get the best time that you can, right? right. Super simple game. Uh, way back when, um, in like 1983, a record was set of 5.51 seconds. Uh by uh well the one that was on twin galaxies that that stood for so long uh was todd rogers 
and he uh, and Guinness uh, recognized the record where it um, at Whoa. some point. I didn't even think about that. Did, um, did Guinness have like a video game section or anything that they were doing? Uh, so like, yes and no. Because um, how is and, that not the website for, for speedrunners right now? Right. So um, Guinness relied on Twin Galaxies at some point. Basically, Twin Galaxies like was the authority, and you know, for for certain things that they printed, I think that I think so I, I I've heard a lot of different stories at this point, and it's hard to figure out which ones are bullshit because um, if you if you go back to like '83 when this record was recognized by Twin Galaxies, and they were saying that it was. Guinness approved it wasn't actually in the Guinness book but the Guinness book had like a blurb in it this is like the 83 book I think uh it said something like hey we don't do game scores uh check out Twin Galaxies like it it addresses the fact that like that that kind of the reason that Guinness didn't want to do video games is because well maybe every uh like everybody's controller is a little different you know and that kind of thing and they were just saying like the environment is always a little different and I so would say they back just kind of that's probably a little bit more valid because like in the video game especially the, the Atari area uh or era I I know that a lot of the controllers are known to fail like left and right like their sticks mm-hmm. are utter shit so I kind of I can see the plausibility of that. Yeah, and 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 you know, you also have to just like the the way that you have to do it as far as like having a referee there if necessary, otherwise you're relying on like uh, yeah. videotapes or polaroids or that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Which is actually um, honestly probably better evidence though. It's concrete, right? Polaroids, yeah. yeah. Uh because you can't doctor a polaroid, you know. Um but you know, I, I I'll I'd have to think about it. You know, as far as you know, eh, eh. we'll get we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, Stalin Wait. doctored many of many a real photo. I, I don't know. I, you could probably edit photos. I mean, you think you'd take it to a Photoshop? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, is in 1980, I don't even know. Uh, yeah. You know, I, but but they I didn't really have a good way of like confirming real records with like a group of people i guess is what you're saying yeah a lot of the time it was based on a referee Mm. um oh yeah or 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 a photograph right so here's the thing about dragster though is that that record stood for so long where um guinness did and, and I, I forgive me if I'm getting any of these details wrong because it's all third, fourth hand, and there's a lot of lies going around al- along with the truth. Um, but I believe at one point, Guinness recognized Todd Rogers specifically as having the longest standing video game world record of all time. That dragster world record stood forever uh, and was never beaten. Um, and so it was the longest standing record of all time. So, you know, a couple people picked up the game more recently, like four or five years ago. Uh, I mostly started hearing about it like three years ago. So maybe it was about four years ago. Uh, and they started the, you know, real like no one could beat this score, you know, this 5.51 seconds. 
A guy who goes by Omnigamer got particularly interested in the game to the point where he... I, I don't know exactly how he acquired the source code, but he managed to look at the game's source code. And famously, at this point, the game is less than 100 lines of code. Wow. And... um. And so when I say source code, I think that 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 might actually not even be a good term because I don't know if source code even exists back then. Atari games might have been programmed directly in assembly. uh, And if that's the case, I don't know if there even is necessarily a source code. I'm not sure. I actually could you explain that? Could you allow just a tiny bit? Why would why would a game not have source code? If it was so, I from uh, now I'm also slightly ignorant on this subject, but I believe when you are programming in something like C or JavaScript, it's very, uh, it's very like human friendly language, you know, while this, if this, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, there's lots of just like the, the name of this variable equals this value and that kind of thing, right? It's something that a human would write, a human would read okay. and understand. This is now, assembly? This is like C or JavaScript oh, or something okay. like that. Now that, and that is source code. That is the very, that is the, hu- a human typed it with their human fingers. Now, when you compile code, you know, you've heard of that. They they compile it, right? Yeah, I don't know what that, that means yet, though. So a compiler takes that source code and it drops it. It, uh, it like re it essentially like reprograms it into a lower level code that is able to actually be interpreted by like a processor, you know? Uh, and so that's a lower level code. Um, so if you look at assembly, for example, assembly doesn't deal with like names of variables and stuff like that. It is very base level instructions for a processor to do things as in like, recall this, this value from this memory address, right? then add one to it, then store it at this memory address, right? And it's like, it is extremely, like, it's what a computer thinks, you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, like, even if you're good at programming with, with C and JavaScript and you know all about that, you know, about that, you look at assembly and you're like, yeah, you no, you need, like, you need to, it would take forever to, like, analyze what this shit actually does, right? Uh, so... So at some point, like you can take a, w- w- you've probably heard of like hex editors and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I've um, used yeah. Cause that, that's where like, that's where you're dealing with the compiled code, right? It compiles it into like binary or hex or that kind of thing, which, um, you know, is that very low level thing, which you can glean very little out of as a person, even if you're able to look at the binary, right? You need like tools and shit to really dig in to figure anything out about it. You yeah, know, a notepad full of eight bit binary codes isn't going to tell me shit. Right. But now if you have the source code, you know, then you're looking at like the original if statements and all that and like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's how they did it. You know? Okay. Uh, so, so that's like the difference there. Yeah. So what you're basically trying to say, I guess from what I gather is, uh, Guinness didn't have a way to validate 
if certain actions may have taken place inside of a game because they don't know what's happening in the game. Well, I, I'm kind of getting off Gannis here for a minute. Okay. I'm talking about, uh, so there was this guy, Omnigamer. I wish I knew how he obtained the code for the game. Like I'm saying, it might be it might be a case of games back then were so low level already that they didn't have source code. And maybe if you look at the at the at the hex of the ROM, you can reverse engineer it or something. Maybe not sure. But the game's got a hundred lines of code, right? And he analyzes this code and determines. Remember that 5.51 was the unbroken record? He determines that this is actually impossible. You cannot get a 5.51 in Dragster. It is actually impossible. Um, and he has a really good YouTube video of it where, being that this is a very simple game and we're talking about a, a, a game that runs at 60 FPS and is six seconds long, right? So... <laughs> He was able to like take the game's code and create a like an Excel spreadsheet oh, nice. where uh, where on the left columns you can just input the inputs that you would you can just enter the inputs on every frame that you want, you know. Uh, and the game and the spreadsheet will update to tell you what time you get, you know, if you were to put in those inputs. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and and using all this knowledge of it, he determined that a 5.57 is the best possible time. Uh, so can I ask if this is quarter mile time or what? What? What's oh, the distance I don't, you're racing in that game? Oh, I don't know. Because I never t- even thought about it. Because a top fuel dragster will for sure do. Uh, at least twice what uh, twice is better than a, a Tesla doing t- two times as worse. I'm I'm mathing my head wrong here, but five point five seven is not that great if it's a zero to sixty time in a quarter mile. But anyway, oh yeah, yeah, I I got no idea. Um, yeah. so uh, so anyway, Omni Gamer releases this uh this information right, and a lot of other people look at it and test it and and at this point, there's you know a few more eyes on it, and everyone seems to be agreeing yeah this this isn't correct um but can I interrupt you real quick? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I just wanted to point out that I realized how absurd it was the the notion that you would measure a top fuel dragster race by how fast they get to 60 when they basically do a thousand miles an hour <laughs> i i was thinking about that yeah. but but i was like i don't know enough to to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. fight you on this never mind go ahead <laughs> um so twin galaxies though they kind of see this evidence and they're like eh nah nah it's legit you know we we talked to todd and he says that um, Activision recognizes it as true, uh, and the game's programmer, uh, you know, original programmer, gets involved at some point, and he's like, eh, "Yeah, you know, I don't know when I program the like." He he's speaking very uh, like not not in absolutes. He's just kind of saying the game's programmer says like, 
uh, you know, I don't know. When I programmed the game, I thought that like 5.54 would be the best. So I don't know if he got a little bit better, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, like that's basically what he said, you know, which also, if you think about it means that if it turns out that you can do, you can't do quite that well, it would be equally as likely. Right. Uh, but anyway, um, so, so yeah, uh, so it, it kind of becomes this whole thing where, where people are digging up like some old forum posts of Todd Rogers, like talk explaining about how he does it. And he speaks in like this very, I mean, he sounds like a guy that's like 60 now, you know, mm. who, um, just kind of speaks in sort of a rambly way, you know, and like, ve- like is not very coherent as far as like forum posts go, Can't but relate. he's basically, uh, he's basically saying like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know. I, he, he's saying that, um, he's got like a tech, right? His secret tech is that he starts the game in second gear. You know, he, oh, I just, I give some fuel to my dragster and I pop the clutch on zero already in second gear and that's how I did it. And everyone's like, none of those words made sense, what you just said. Like, you literally cannot do that in the game. It's not a feature. Uh, And there, there are just a few more things like that, right? Of just like his different stories of how he did it over the years, as well as different stories of how exactly it happened uh, or how exactly it was timed. Like at one point they were saying that like, Oh, it, you know, he did it three separate times. Activision flew him out to a place and he did it in front of them. And then they went to a, another place and he did it there too. There were three times he did it. You know, that was like the story at one point. Then at another point, it was something else. Um, but, but twin galaxies like won't budge on this for some reason. And Sorry, it goes on. I, hmm? My ADD kicked in when you explained the twin guy. Ga- I thought this was actually a game. Is this a company? Twin galaxies is the authority on scores. They're oh. like the website you can okay, go to yeah. now that keeps track of this shit. That's who apparently Guinness went to, to say who is the best, right? Okay. Guinness was just like, Hey, twin galaxies handles video games. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so they aren't doing anything about it. And, uh, and this, this goes on for like a, like a year, I feel like of just like what silly shit did Todd say now, uh, about, about this, you know, or, or what, what other thing have, has been found. Um, and it's interesting because there's a lot of people defending Todd Rogers because apparently a lot of people knew his name and was like, yeah, that's like the gaming legend, Todd Rogers. He has all kinds of world records. And just kind of sounds like an epic name too. Um, like yeah, yeah. Buck and Rogers. like, <laughs> and, and he, he talks about how he's Mr. Activision, you know? Um, but, uh, <laughs> that kind of hurt. <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> oh dude. With, yeah, I mean, with Activision nowadays, yeah. I don't know if anyone wants to be Mr. Activision nowadays. But back in the Atari days, they were killing it, dude. All right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, and, like, people... Okay, so he was even interviewed about... Uh, just, like, the way this guy talks, man. He was interviewed ab- about the Omnigamer thing. Where they were saying, like, hey, you can, you you know, this guy looked at the numbers and looked at the code and, and mathematically determined that your score is impossible. What do you say to that? And he's just like, oh, well, you know, 
first of all, one of his resp- responses is, well, you weren't there. You know, may- maybe if you came and you had seen it back in 83, uh, you'd be impressed. Was like one of his answers. It's like, all right, Todd. Uh, and then his other answer was, I, and I, I shit you not, I really need to get the wording here. He said something about how, like, well, that's just a bunch of numbers and gobbledygook, and it's, it's, uh, you know, you, oh, he said, like, <laughs> you can put the numbers into the spreadsheet, but that doesn't factor in the human element of how the game is going to respond. How, how, how can 100 lines of code respond <laughs> with the human element, the human <laughs> element of the Atari in the you video know, game? You, you're forgetting about the little man in your Atari yeah. that's that's running the thing. And he makes a mistake every once in a while. He, sometimes we have to shock him with the cattle prod to keep turning the hamster wheel and then he gets going. Oh, so <laughs> it's just every time the guy talks is just bullshit, you know? Um, so here's the deal though. Okay. So people are defending him because of all of his other scores. And so people start looking into his other scores. Okay. Let's look at his twin galaxy scores. Turns out this guy had like a thousand world records on twin galaxies, which is fishy immediately suspicious. Yeah. But people start looking into them and think and realizing a lot of these scores are impossible. Sometimes for like really dumb reasons. It turns out the dragster one is like uncannily, is like uncanny in how like maybe, maybe not, you know, that like maybe it's defensible. Maybe we just didn't get it and we're off by a frame in our calculations. Maybe. But some of this other shit is like, there's one game where, um, like one of the big ones early on was like barnstorming. Barnstorming is a game where you're flying a plane and you gotta, you gotta avoid like birds and windmills and shit. So you just gotta fly up and down to avoid the obstacles, right? Flappy bird. But, um, but if you fly, if you fly up and down, you move slower. So you want to be moving just straight as much as possible, right? People hacked the game to remove all of the obstacles. So all you do is fly straight. And under those circumstances, you still couldn't get the score that Todd submitted. (laughs) There's some other really stupid ones. Like there was one game. Uh, nah, this is, well, th- a lot of these scores were submitted back then, yes. Okay, so do you um, think but, this guy was ever like, who cares if I'm lying? No one, not, 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 not the, the entire world can't know about this stupid shit. <laughs> I think he thought that for 30 years. Probably. Um, so, so, there, the, I mean, uh, uh, like one other example, there was one game where his score was something like, uh, it doesn't matter what the score was, but it ended in a three, right? It was something where the ones digit was three. But in this game, all the scoring is done in increments of five. So it just, it just never happens. You can't get a score like that. How do you even, f- how do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> so that's when you start wondering that. And at that point, it's like, okay, this guy's got a thousand scores. Uh, records. Some of them are impossible if you do research. Some of them are impossible if you do one second of research. Some of them are just like 
some of them are just are possible, but you'd have to be up for like seven days straight playing the game in order to get that score. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got 33 billion in Galaxian. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, you were you were playing the game for a week straight without yeah. breaks. <laughs> uh, no, I just so, got that mysterious 200,000 X multiplier bonus. Um. So, yeah, so. So at some point, you start to piece together that it seems like the evidence strongly suggests, okay, okay, also, there's one more extremely important detail that comes up. Todd Rogers was a referee for Twin Galaxies. Oh, that's why. Himself. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you put all the pieces together, and it would it see, all the evidence would strongly suggest that this guy, he just went down the list and punched a bunch of scores in for a bunch of games and just said he was the best at everything. And he was a referee at the site and everyone liked him. Uh, and so it just stood for a long ass time with a bunch of games that no one cares about. So um, I, I, I don't know this name, but you know this name. Um, how famous is this guy's name even still today? So I hadn't heard okay. of him until the dragster thing. Because I was going to say, like, there's a certain degree of people's success that can come from infamy. If they're just doing something now, it's, they got infamous, like, by doing some stupid shit. And it, like, jump-started their career. So I wonder if this was his idea of that. I, I ab absolutely, it seems like it. The idea was that like, and I mean, he's said that in interviews oh, also, the idea that like, so, cause Dragster was the first one sort of where, where it was like, uh, that, you know, Activision had like a little competition about it, you know? And he was like, well, you know, if I just say that my score was really good, then Activision will, you know, I'll, I'll get attention. Um, and so, and, and yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, he, he ended up, um, being at shows a lot and that kind of thing, uh, and being a referee for twin galaxies and all that. So I'm just thinking of that meme, uh, from, uh, the, the pirates of the Caribbean is like, you're, you're the worst gamer I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is we're kind of getting to that because yeah. here's what I was going to say is. I hadn't heard of him until this controversy, but I was born in 1990. Mm -hmm. It seems like when this stuff started to come out, there's a lot of people who have heard of him and just always thought of like, yeah, there's that, you know, that was that, that legendary Atari guy, you know, that was really good yeah. at everything. I feel like the people um, who do know this guy's name, or at least did back in that day, there's probably a lot of people that got shoved into lockers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eh, eh, you know, eh. it was that time. <laughs> so eventually, um, all this started starts to like really pick up steam on YouTube and stuff. Like, uh, people who, uh, like, like one one of the first things I saw about it actually was it, it was just lumped into it was lumped into uh like a. A video that was 15 different people right apollo legend made a video that was like here's 15 different speedrunners who were caught cheating right and that was a video he made that was just kind of going through all these people and todd rogers was just one of them you know mm -hmm. and that's about how much steam it had at one point um and that was that and this was kind of a big thing for me uh because that that was the first apollo legend video i saw 
and then and that like kind of opened me up to to like looking into this kind of stuff because I I think that it's a really interesting subject when you get into that side of speed running and like the um the dark side of it you know some of that stuff is really interesting uh and so it kind of led me into that right but at some point though the Todd Rogers thing specifically, especially when like all those other like th- like a thousand bullshit scores started coming up, that's when it started really gaining steam and being its own story. And that's when I think a lot of people now, a lot of people like me who have been born in 1990 and on have heard of his name now. Uh, but as that guy, you know, yeah. not, uh, not yeah. anything to be um, revered. Right. So at some point, basically, because Twin Galaxies was like, you know, everyone is starting to say like Twin Galaxies is a joke if they're not taking action against this guy. Um, eventually, he actually ended up on the Ben Heck show. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a name I know. And I feel like not a lot. Well, actually, I feel like the, the, the people who may be finding this episode know that name. But this guy was, first of all, hang on. Let me make sure I'm 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 talking about the right here the right person here. We're talking about the electronics engineer on YouTube, right? Yes. He had a show where he had people on? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. It's called the Ben Heck Show. Mm. Um he has a really good episode about the about restoring the Sony PlayStation or the uh Nintendo PlayStation. Yeah, he's a hardware um, guru from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so with with Twin Galaxies starting to like really look bad, uh, they kind of it seems like they 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 kind of made the ultimatum of we're gonna you know and Ben Heck has taken interest in it. We're gonna have him settle the score uh, as far as like as far as he's our guy. Where it's like if everyone's into this spreadsheet, this spreadsheet that Omni Gamer made, you know, uh, and they don't want to hear about spreadsheets. They want to hear about real hardware. You got to factor in the human element. <laughs> so he, uh, so they went to Ben Heck to say, can you jimmy up a, a thing where we can put values into the spreadsheet and then it's going to pass them into a real Atari, right? And, and, uh, so and that's what Ben Heck put via the, spe- the spreadsheet and it worked and the, it w- the spreadsheet would input to the Atari. Yeah. Okay. So, so you could verify the spreadsheet's accuracy yeah. on a real ass Atari. Cool. And uh, yeah, and and they they got Todd Rogers on the show. I would recommend watching it to get a very good idea of the way this guy talks and the way he handles what he's seeing, because they put numbers in the spreadsheet, and ev- of course, to no one's surprise, every single time it's correct. Oh yeah, if we put in these values, this is exactly what happens. Uh, so then, you know, and, and and so this is just like the the ultimate of, of Todd just being like, well, yeah, you're having that whole you should have been there in '83. I did it in front of Activision, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and and you know, he he plays it. It's kind of funny too because when he ha- when any footage of him actually playing the game, a lot of footage of Todd Rogers is just him bullshitting. Any time that he's actually playing the game, he hardly looks like he knows what the fuck he's doing. But uh, but so anyway, he's just talking anyway. when he's playing, or yeah, um, I'm sure he was pretty good at the game in the '80s. Probably moving on. 
at this point, the, the and so that that was kind of the score was settled at that point. Todd Rogers was banned from Twin Galaxies, and all of his scores were revoked. You can't ban uh, me. I'm the referee. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and so and so that's kind of how that ended up. Uh, and and that's kind of that was sort of the last of it, you know, because very soon after that, another thing happened with another name. Um, because this was it. This was like, wow, look at this old thing that happened with old retro video game scores. Isn't that crazy? That sure was fun, guys. Uh, you know, we've we found him out. Um, but then uh, there's a guy, Billy Mitchell, who you said that you maybe have heard his name. Yeah, so Billy Mitchell I know the name of because uh... – I wanted to know why someone who looked like uh, a porn star in the 80s uh, and had a buttload of money was famous in video games. Um, And then I looked into it, and apparently he's just infamous because he, I believe, uh, posted or said he had the high score of, I want to say it was Pac-Man. It was definitely an Atari title. Um, I think it was Pac-Man. and just well, I think it was arcade Pac-Man. Yeah, it, well, okay. So in the mid-80s, was there an alternative to arcade Pac-Man? Because a lot that's actually the, one of the things I was going to ask you. Uh, the, 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 the dragster game you mentioned, is. did you say that was NES? That was Atari. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Atari. So, okay, true. So my the Billy thinking, Mitchell stuff is all arcade, though. My thinking when you said Atari was that it was an Atari or an arcade game because in oh. in the eighties arcades were huge and Atari was big in the arcades, like huge in the arcades. Oh yeah, Dragster is a Activision game for Atari for Atari home console that you uh, play with the shitty little joystick. Yeah, was it eight hundred or? Uh, it looks like it's a twenty, what twenty eight hundred? Oh, Sorry, sorry. There's a lot of Ataris, oh, I, actually. Look, look. Video games start at NES for me, all right? Yeah, same. I, I, yeah. I don't know all the Ataris. We're it's a bunch of millennials. 27,800, I think those yeah. are the three. So, yeah, that, that's um, actually the thing I was going to say, because, like, Atari has a, a fuck ton of different, like, model revisions based on just numbers. And, uh, man, we'll talk about this some other time, but, like, Atari, like, internal electronic design is sketchy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I I haven't I would like to have an Atari at some point. It's so weird to me that there's like switches on the system that are uh, control things about the game and stuff, you know. Hey man, I, there's I a really good console that does that does that really well. It's called the Sega Master System. <laughs> are you talking about the pause button being on the system? Yeah, that's terrible. Not the pause button on the system. <laughs> it's an awful um, design. I don't know why they thought that was okay. So here's the deal with Billy Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so it he is very well known, uh, very, very well known arcade player um, for he had, the, I believe he was the first person to play a perfect game of Pac-Man. Oh, OK. So uh, what's a perfect pa- game of Pac-Man? So Pac-Man infamously has a kill screen which means when you get to a certain level, the game code can't handle loading the level because, like, with the way that the numbers work, they never expected someone to get to this level. There's not a digit that'll let you roll over, essentially. 
Exactly. So I, I believe it's level 256, as you would imagine. Oh, that's uh, there cool. it, yeah. There is an overflow somewhere in the binary, and it causes the game to, when it tries to draw the level, it freaks out and draws like a bunch of scramblies everywhere, and the level is incompletable, and you automatically lose, right? So a per so that means that the game has an end, right? So uh, so there is a maximum score that you can get in Pac-Man. There is a very best that you can possibly do. You can get every single point in the entire game because at one point it ends, right? So a perfect game of Pac-Man is getting literally the best score you absolutely possibly can before you hit the kill screen. So I believe Billy Mitchell was the first person to play the perfect game of Pac-Man. That's pretty not, crazy. I'm not positive... I mean, uh, I, I the most I've ever gotten in Pac-Man was like, maybe I got to level two. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not very good at Pac-Man. Me either. Oh, I, I can get to level two, though. Uh, well, but... <laughs> probably, yeah. If I, if I just you know, stretch it out a little bit, just give myself some, some time to get, up the, get the rust off. <laughs> you know there's a Pac-Man 99 now? I Maybe. heard that they were doing that. Is it out? Could check that out. Yeah, I think so. I saw Northern Lion playing it, so it's probably out. Listen, I know this is a fad where you're making battle royales of of games that were never meant to be, but I still think it's fucking cool. I I love that these games are coming out like this. I like I really like the Tetris 99 and Mario 35 and now Pac-Man 99 style. I think that's really cool. Very fun. The only thing about Pac-Man though is um it in Tetris and in Mario 35, there's like a very uh, real feeling of impacting other people's games, you know? Like when you get junk on your screen, someone sent that shit yeah. to you, and it's the junk, you know? Or in Mario 35, you sent enemies to other people. Those are the enemies that they defeated, right? Pac-Man 99 doesn't really have that. There's not really, like, you know, when when you eat a ghost, when you eat a ghost... Uh, like I, it doesn't just send a ghost over to their game. I, I don't really know what it, it, it does weird stuff. Does it it doesn't go feel faster? as direct. Uh, like the I ghost think could... it, it's, I think it's the opposite. I think it, 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 you can like put stuff down on their screen oh, that okay. makes, that slows their Pac-Man down. I thought you were going to say that it literally just slows them, your Pac-Man's moving speed or something. That'd be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it like puts shit down on their field that slows their Pac-Man. No, 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 I meant it. like no obstacles or anything like that. It literally oh, just right. sl cuts your movement speed. <laughs> I was like, that's shitty. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, you know, it's you know, I'm I'm glad they're trying it, but um, I don't know if it's uh, if it's quite the the Tetris or Mario level of, of cool. Um, but anyway, so that that so that's that that's cool. The other big Billy Mitchell accolade was he's very very good at donkey kong for the yeah. arcade uh this is the the bar not super mario brothers where donkey kong being the one where he's at the top and you're mario dodging barrels yeah yes uh and so um so he has a lot of donkey kong scores and played it for a long time and has a lot of very good scores uh then they made that documentary the King of Kong. Do you remember? Uh, I've have heard you heard this. of that? Yeah, I haven't watched it though. But I so think this is where I know its name from. Yeah, yes. So he was prominently featured in the documentary The King of Kong, where uh, the guy Steve Weeby was trying to um, 
trying to get the new record. Uh, and I think, you know, I haven't actually seen the documentary. I think the result is that, like, Steve Wiebe gets the record, but then Billy Mitchell just beats it again. And, like, that's kind of where it ends, right? Uh, but not only does Billy Mitchell beat it again, he beats it with what might be the first ever million point score, oh, right? Damn. So it's like a huge deal. However, that's where the documentary ends. But years later now, uh, there was a big forum post about this score now that the evidence put forth was that um, if you look at the footage frame by frame, uh, I got I got to get the details right here because the details get very very specific. So we're looking at and, video evidence and important. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, so it sounds like was he just recording his arcade? Well, this isn't this is arcade uh, Donkey Kong, right? Or NES yeah. Donkey Kong. Okay. Um, arcade Donkey Kong. So he's got a camera pointed at himself playing and getting a score that we. <laughs> I, I laughed when you said this because when you said someone else gets the world record, he uh, immediately beats it. I'm just like, oh my god! Imagine being like, you know that you're going to be the top speed runner. Imagine like, like <laughs> fucking purposely taking a, a little bit of a time hit at the end if you know you have the record, so you can just go in right next time, full blast, and just beat someone else if they beat yours. Mm -hmm. That's a funny strategy. Yeah. Um. So. I'm very glad you asked specifically about the footage, though, because, no, it is not footage of him at an arcade machine mm. playing the game. It is only the direct capture of the arcade board. Ooh, uh, what year is this? Uh, so it was on VHS, and um, I think, you, you I think it was on VHS. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I want to say this was in the 2000s. But I'm okay. not positive. Um, Man, so he must just be running. I, I'm sorry, I'm fascinated by this shit. He must be just be running like a composite video out through a VCR. Then I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm not somehow positive how they go. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: mm -hmm. is when you when you look at the game frame by frame, right? The way that the arcade loads the level from the evidence that was presented, it, it kind of loads it inward, like, like it kind of curtains in real quickly in like a few frames, right? But uh, when you, if you uh, play the game on the MAME emulator, it kind of loads it more top down or in like a different order in those, just those couple frames. And well, you said the, frame by frame, so does that not imply that it's loading it top down? Uh, well, I don't mean line by line, like scan lines. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like it takes, like you can visually see the level load in over the course of like three or four frames. Oh, oh, okay. So you're not talking about a single frame. Never mind. Go ahead. Yep. Right. So, um, so when, if, so when you look at the, the forum post that, uh, Jeremy something, so someone made, um, presented, 
the the capture of Billy Mitchell's million point score or million score uh, video. The the level loading frames appear to match the main loading frames and not the uh, actual real arcade hardware mm -hmm. frames. And the reason that this is very important is that Donkey Kong has two leaderboards, and one of them is for real hardware, and one of them is for MAME. They split it. Love that. And, uh, yeah. And Billy's scores were submitted to the real hardware uh, board. So now there is question as to whether or not his uh, stuff was played on MAME or if it was played on actual hardware. The evidence strongly suggests, in my opinion, that it was MAME. Um, Early and, 2000s, I mean, capture devices were nowhere near mainstream at that point. So Yeah, uh, well, like you're saying, it, it, um, it may have... I, I'm, I, I'm not sure how it was captured. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to shade, uh, shade uh, how you know nerds back in the day were had had so much ingenuity that they could def they could definitely capture something if they really wanted to it's just i have my doubts uh based off the time yeah so so this one kind of exploded a lot faster and got a lot more divisive i think because this is right after the Todd Rogers thing and so there's one side of people Immediately like, oh my god, another one. Let's get him, you know? Uh, while a lot of other people are like, hey, no, like we this is a bigger name, and we know that this guy is really good at video games, and he was in this documentary, and like, you know, there people are much stronger pro Billy, and other people are much stronger anti-Billy, you know? <laughs> uh and it's at that point, some other interesting things start to come up. Um, first of all, uh, in interviews and stuff, Billy Mitchell denies all this stuff. Uh, he says he never played on MAME. Um, and he, he has a way of talking. He is much more well-spoken than Todd Rogers is. Uh, he's kind of the um, sort, sort of the type that like is very very confident you know and, and just yeah, just it, a very it, charismatic just, person yeah uh and, and it's just you know it, it truth is i never played on mame and and uh and you know some people are better than other people at things and i'm the best you know he's kind of like that type uh it seems and um so Weird other Twin Galaxies stuff starts to happen. Like, like some of the questions about this. The thing is that there's actually three million point scores because he got this one million point score and then he got another one and then he got another one. And I'm actually not sure which one specifically was being analyzed in video because I want to say that like two of them don't actually have video or, or no, no, two of them do have video. Okay, I might be getting some details wrong, but uh, two, two of them have video, and they both appear to be MAME uh, to someone like me. Um, and then the other one doesn't have video, but it was verified by a referee. Huh. 
Do we know who the However, ref is? <laughs> oh, we know who the ref is. <laughs> take a guess. How is based this? On, I thought he, uh, based on the story, take a guess who the ref was. Well, it's not Billy Mitchell. <laughs> but like, okay, so what, is this, is this still mid-80s? Because if Todd is still no. a ref. No, the, the, I was this even, is like the 2000s, I think. But you're right. It, it was is Todd. Todd okay. fucking Rogers was the ref that verified the, the tape that doesn't have uh, uh, its own video. Is this where money is um, exchanging hands? Why, why is this happening? So funny you should ask that because it turns out that Billy Mitchell uh, also seems to have a large financial stake in Twin Galaxies. Oh, this is a, is this a public company? No. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I don't know what, what's public and what's private. Yeah. I don't really know what that means, honestly. Oh, well, it means, but, uh, okay. So when, in order to buy stocks of a company, they have to be listed publicly on a, on a stock market. So that's yeah. what I mean. You can still be totally financially invested in a business and not be public. I was just curious if he had stock or if he just had a big, like, was he funding the company or... Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure exactly what the details were, but, uh, um, but like from what I've heard, and again, all this is like third and fourth hand, you know, um, but there, it, it seemed to be that like, yes, uh, uh, Twin Galaxies was financially benefiting from Billy Mitchell and, uh, and there, there may have even been were they sponsored? words, uh, sponsored yeah but were they sponsored but were, were video game esports uh sponsorships a thing back then like was 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 pepsi or some shit uh <laughs> funding nah, Billy Mitchell's? I, I think this was back when like starcraft was big in korea and that was it you know what i mean mm. remember those days <laughs> I remember those days nobody i didn't play starcraft but i have i had a friend who did and he said every time you load it up there is nothing but like Korean matches and he would always quit because he would always lose. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that, you know, back before we had an esports screen scene, yeah. StarCraft was not so popular in Korea. Absolutely. Um and and yeah, you know, maybe maybe that's part of what we have to thank for it. Uh but uh but yeah, so so <laughs> it starts to get kind of confusing here. Because, um, so Billy Mitchell takes a few interviews where he's just denying that, that any of this is a thing, uh, and that other guy is out to get him, uh, and that, and, and that kind of deal. Um, meanwhile, like, the evidence that we are presented is very compelling, uh, and he's not doing much to, to dissuade that, you know? He's just kind of saying, nah, dude, it, it happened. I'm awesome. I'm really good at the game. And I did it. And it was great. There were a bunch of people there. And, you know, it was awesome. There's uh, something to be said about, uh, okay, if, if you're kind of like quoting him uh, down to the cadence of his voice, it's there's something to be said of, of, of him seemingly just 
I don't know, man. If I was that good at a video game, I'd be pissed if I got accused if I was cheating or some shit. He just seems like he's just calmly, smoothly talking it off. Uh, like, oh, no, no, man. I'm just that good. And, you know, he, he has to throw the, uh, the, the, the attitude of, well, yeah, I'm the best. What do you expect? Like, he has to give that little macho bravado bit with it just to, to make it seem like he's very competitive. But it seems like, I don't know. I mean, if I worked that hard and got a score that literally was impossible, I'd be pretty pissed if people said I cheated. In front of a camera, he's definitely very collected, um, mm. you know, but, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, though, for, like, you start, there. there's some seedy stories of, of just everyone who's kind of, well, I uh, dealt with him outside of cameras, and it often is more... Uh, I like I don't know like I of course I I don't know what his tone is or how collected he is in those conversations but there's impli- a lot of implications that <laughs> he's like threatening to cut funding to Twin Galaxies and that kind of thing you wow. know um Man, this guy sounds like a real piece of work. I hate people who do that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, okay. I won't judge Billy Mitchell <laughs> on the quality of his word when he said certain things. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, hey, I'm just saying I think it's for, for, it's all alleged. Uh, we, we'll get into that. Oh, so he um, allegedly cheated? Uh, well, see, this is the thing. is mm. Define cheated. Because I'm not saying that he cheated at Donkey Kong. The problem is if he played on MAME, if he played on MAME, his score doesn't belong on the non-MAME leaderboard. Whether or not he cheated. You know what I mean? Because they they separate them out. Oh, you're just uh, saying disqualified because the wrong information. I was like, wait a minute. Is there something hardware limitation that MAME can overcome? But no, that makes sense. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, and, and so that's the thing. And that, that, uh, like, I'm glad you brought that up because that is something that, like, that sort of makes the whole discussion about the topic a little muddy is that anytime, anytime someone uses the word cheated, then that sort of gives Billy Mitchell a little bit more, uh, like, it, it it a little bit more power, yeah. Because that's because it not seems like you're just accusation. a yeah. It seems like you're just a fan who's going like oh, fuck this guy just because he's better than me. It's like you you don't come off as the bigger person when you go oh he cheated, but because because uh, he might not have cheated, and whether or not he cheated can't be proven by the evidence that we have. You know what I mean? Okay. All so- that we can say, all that we can say is that. It the evidence strongly suggests that it was running on Mame, and that there's a different leaderboard for that. Anyway, we got we got a little bit more to get into. I mentioned Apollo Legend earlier. Um, he actually flew out to a convention in Florida to meet Billy Mitchell at like because he was really into this story, especially after all the Todd Rogers stuff. Uh, and like, he went like private investigator mode. Like I'm going to go to this convention and meet him and pull out a camera or, uh, uh, my phone, uh, and interview him on the spot. You I know? think I might've seen this actually. Yeah, go ahead. And he did it. He was dressed up as Billy Mitchell while he did it. He went to the convention <laughs> cosplaying him. And yeah, it's like he meets him. He shakes his hand. He takes a photo. Fo- they take a photo of him and then he just pulls out a phone and says, 
Hey, what's with, uh, and specifically what he says is one of the weird things about the situation is that, um, so there was one day where uh, one of the scores was apparently where Billy Mitchell set the world record for Donkey Kong, and then they swap out the board with the Donkey Kong Jr. board, and he sets the world record for Donkey Kong Jr., right? And I don't really know anything about those scores or, or whatever, but there's this video that they take between the two games where they say... We're swapping the boards out. Check it out, guys. He just did the thing. Now we're going to take the board out. Here's the other board. We're putting it in. And that's like a video that was on YouTube. But it really, really looks like it's the same board. It really, really, really looks like they didn't actually swap boards and it's fake. So... <laughs> Like they're falsifying evidence. They're falsifying falsified like. evidence. <laughs> so, so, and so that, so when Apollo meets him, that's what he asks him. He pulls out his phone and says, so what's with that fake board swap video? Oh, and, okay. Uh, and, and, and Billy is like a little caught off guard and he's just like, what, what he does is he says, what's with the fake board swap video? He'll tell you about it. And like points to this other guy. I think the other guy that was in the video, he'll tell you about it. And then Billy Mitchell just fucking leaves the room. <laughs> oh. uh, and, and then the other guys, yeah, yeah, no, uh, uh, well, get, get, uh, you know, he's, he stammers through and, and he explains that it was a YouTube moment. And so basically it was, just, it was, it was so exciting that he was setting these records that we just had to fake the sports swap video is like basically the answer that he gives. Uh, moment. Uh, uh, so that's like, you reminded me of the, when you said he, he came to the show uh, dressed as Billy Mitchell. I'm trying to imagine like Billy Mitchell. Uh, so he was already talking to the guy before he asked him that question. Never mind. I thought he just kind of like randomly walked up to him and asked him that. And the first thought that has to go through his head is, why are you dressed like me? <laughs> well, I, I mean, that it was pretty brief, I think. You know, oh, okay. he, he's, they, he sees him and, oh, hi, you know, the handshake, photo, <laughs> you know, like, it, but they, he gets into it pretty quick. It just reminds me of that, like, there's a, this is a little off topic, but the creator of a website called Bum Fights a long time ago, which was just this this dark website. I don't recommend looking into it. Uh, the mm -hmm. creator of it went on Dr. Phil, but when he went on Dr. Phil, he came on dressed exactly like Dr. Phil and shaved his head and everything. Fucking gold. I, yeah, I recommend watching that shit. It's hilarious. But yeah, so he came there thinking if he dresses like Billy Mitchell, maybe... Will he be able to get in places that Billy can get into, I guess, that other people can't? No, he did not look like him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, so, that's a funny thing. And then, um, oh, boy. So, uh, so, then things start to get, uh, starts to kind of take a turn for the worse with this story. Um, so Guinness picks up on all this and they, if I remember right, Guinness takes his record away. However, they make a fatal mistake. Guinness takes away Billy Mitchell's, uh, uh, records, um, including his Pac-Man records because, you know, if I, I think their idea was, Hey, if this one thing wasn't legit, then they're, they're done with all of his records, right? 
However, on their next like book that they released, there was a little blurb in there that said, hey, you know, you might realize that Billy Mitchell's gone. Here's what happened. We found out that maybe his Donkey Kong and Pac-Man games were played on MAME. Big problem there. No one, no, no one, one is disputing the is. Pac-Man. No, no, no. No one's disputing the Pac-Man scores is the problem. Oh. You are right that most people reading the Guinness book don't care, and they Nobody don't know what it means. That, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the wording is, what the wording specifically was, but the problem was that they said that both Pac-Man and Donkey Kong were disputed. No one is disputing Pac-Man. Boom! That's the seam that Billy Mitchell strikes, sues Guinness, oh. and gets his, uh, his shit reinstated. Um, so with Guinness, his stuff is reinstated. Uh, but now, hang on. Now can we, this can, can we go back to earlier when you talked about how Pac-Man has uh, a kill screen, and I thought you said he got a score higher than that. Is that not something that people wanted to investigate? Nobody was disputing his Pac-Man score. No, no, his, so his Pac-Man score is the perfect Pac-Man score. Oh, it's okay, not above mind. it. Or he anything got like to that. that screen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So. So. Uh, I, I, I don't have all these details exactly right, uh, but I, I think the, the, the taking Guinness to court, they probably settled out of court. I don't think it, I don't think it, uh, you know, I, I think it was a settlement that he got his stuff back. Don't know. Point is he got his stuff back with Guinness. However, he also maybe only threatened to, but no, no, he at least threatened to sue Apollo Legend for defamation and that kind of thing. Also, uh, went on, there's another big YouTuber, Carl Jobs, who's covering a lot of this stuff. And Billy has allegedly threatened to sue him as well, which is a little harder because Carl is in Australia, but apparently he has an Australian... Uh, lawyer. Uh, funny thing about that, you know who else is Australian? Notch, creator of Minecraft. Oh. Very, very, very wealthy person who on Twitter today actually, because Car Carl's latest video about this subject actually just came out like yesterday uh, and so when he mentioned the thing about him being threatened to be sued, um, Notch on Twitter says Hey, Carl, if he tries to sue you, just hit me up. I'll pay your legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I, I, knew, I knew the name Notch, too. I, did, I didn't know he was the creator of Minecraft. Yeah. So I, I, I think I'm missing some other stuff, but there, but uh, this is where we get into, like, the dark side, uh, which, warning, like, there is heavy shit here really where uh so billy mitchell um is sort of historically known for being litigious he tried to sue cartoon network because they made a parody of him on the regular show whoa uh damn and and uh and so yeah so so there was a thing with guinness there was a thing thing with uh uh carl jobs uh he threatened to sue apollo legend um Man, then, he, he's got he must just have a lawyer that's just bloodthirsty. <laughs> uh 
Yeah, yeah. And then there's another thing, though, where now Twin Galaxies is suing Billy Mitchell because Twin Galaxies at some point got their shit together. I kind of skipped over that. They have new management now. The old guy who was defending Todd Rogers and defending Billy at first, uh, he was like the guy that started Twin Galaxies way back when. And honestly, like what it sounds like to me is that Twin Galaxies was basically founded as, you know, those kids on the playground that would like lie about all the things they could do in video games, uh, you know, when you're in elementary school. I didn't talk to anyone when I was in elementary school. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, there were some liars in elementary school. Okay, yeah, that, for sure. Uh, that, they just make shit up about games, you know? I, oh, man, there was, oh, God. And then it devolves my, to, my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> my cousin told me that in Mario 64, you can punch Bowser's head off. <laughs> Shit like this, right? And so to me, it's like Twin Galaxies, At for a, it kind of sounded like they were those kids that then like started the company that somehow became the authority, right? But they're those people, uh, is, 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 is what it seemed like. But now um, they do have a new management, and the, the new management, like when they saw the evidence about the Billy Mitchell case, he was gone there pretty quickly. And now they are suing him uh, over, you know, the, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly. So uh, why is he suing so many people? So defamation is the big thing. Like it, it okay. seems like the so, guy. So I'm sorry. Just, not, it sounds like he's just like, I did this shit. I'm badass, and if you say I, if you say I'm not, I'm coming after you. Basically, he does not seem to be able to disprove the evidence against him, and so instead, he seems to be taking the approach of suing everybody for defamation. Uh, I mean, look, you'll probably get more money out of suing people. So, <laughs> and it uh, like it already worked against Guinness, you know, yeah. where where they gave him his shit back. Um, and then Apollo Legend, it worked with him as well. I, I don't think a sue actually happened with him. I'm not sure, but there it was stated somewhere that he came to an agreement uh, with Billy Mitchell where they shouldn't get involved legally. Uh, and he had to delete all of his videos about Billy um, and... Uh, and I think Billy owns them now. Like he had to turn them over to him. And I believe there was also a cash settlement involved. Maybe. I'm not sure. But it seems like it. Um, because, and this is where shit gets like super way too real, is that when you bring in lawsuits against someone like a YouTuber, they're not prepared for it. Like... It's a very good point what you're saying where there's probably money that you can get out of suing over this kind of thing. Uh, because a lot of the time, if you sue someone for a million dollars, it's a lot easier for them to settle out of court and give you some money rather than pay their lawyer a bunch more money in order to have to pay you nothing, right? Yep. yep. And uh, so with... Uh, 
just when when it when it goes down to small YouTubers, it has like serious serious effects on their lives. You oh, know absolutely, what I mean? yeah. Because especially like, like these people, I mean, YouTubers. That not only do they have not that great of an, an, an income, uh, especially in early in their career, but it's also not even stable. So sometimes you just don't get paid. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, and like Apollo was kind of known for having health issues where uh, he, he tried to put together uh, like a speed run uh, marathon at some point to to um, to what's the word when you're like up against them, like they're going at the same time and my show's better. I compete uh, <laughs> to kind of compete with uh, GDQ. Like he kind of wanted to make a competition for GDQ, you know, um, yeah. but like because of health issues both physical and mental uh and and other things he kind of had to like cancel that and refund everybody their money who who donated to it and stuff like that um and so yeah like he very much seemed like someone who wasn't equipped to handle that kind of thing uh and i found out recently that apollo legend is no longer alive oh no uh yeah, um, in the worst way that you can imagine, he took his own life. Uh, mm. And so, as far as he goes, he didn't say it was because of this, all the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. He said it was about, about physical and mental illness, right? And that it did not have to do with, with other things. Uh, well, things but, lead up to cause those things. So, yes, like the thing is with with the timing of it and all that. Yeah. I mean, you you can imagine that like being threatened for large, large sums of money that you don't have uh, can really fuck up the way that you're thinking about the problems that you already have. Um, so, shit like that super super nasty and yeah. so like like a downright fucking tragedy and um and uh, so it, it did he it face really any backlash about, over this uh did billy face any backlash over like did, 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 did was the news of uh this person's suicide did it go large because i think it just did carl oh. jobs mentioned it in his video yesterday uh, it happened about six months ago. Um, oh, and damn, I, this is recent. Yes, Fuck. and I didn't hear about it until yesterday. Uh, I did, you know, to me, it was just, to me, um, like, Apollo was kind of known for taking long breaks from Twitter and from YouTube and stuff because, like, he couldn't handle shit for a while, you know? And people were pretty fucking nasty to him a lot of the time because of uh, some of, like, the, because... A lot of what he did had to do with like drama and cheaters in the in the speedrunning scene and stuff. And so a lot of the time it was topics that people were very divisive on and people thought he was attacking people okay. a lot. And so yeah. people kind of attacked him back a lot. People were fucking nasty to him Dude, a lot of the time. And, and no one's mental, like n no human alive was evolved enough to be able to withstand that. Like 
and even like a small YouTuber who p- puts out an off video can that that can go viral and you get thousands of hate comments. The human brain isn't meant to deal with you taking every one of those usernames and assigning like an actual person to it pissed off at you for the simple fact of you trying to do something with your life. It's not a good mental space to be in. That fucking blows. Yeah. So so he was kind of known for just taking breaks sometimes, yeah. you know. You'd need um, to. And yeah. So when I didn't when I didn't see anything on Twitter or YouTube from him for six months, I just thought, ah, oh, you know, he'll he'll be back. Um but then that was the news uh yesterday. So it really sucks. Um because I I I really liked his stuff. I mean, I didn't always agree with it, you know. Oh, but... so you, you actually followed this guy's content and everything. Yeah, he got me into like this whole side of like let you know really kind of looking at sort of the politics of speed running almost you know um, I thought that shit was really interesting and it was because of uh, his old stuff up specifically about Todd Rogers that that really kind of got me into it um, and yeah you know and like like you know I like a lot of people I didn't agree with everything he said because you know sometimes it seemed like hey you're jumping the gun a little bit quickly here on this one and that kind of thing but like you know I don't know that's no reason to be nasty to a person um and to some degree that is literally just a YouTuber trying to be relevant with the news and and create a video that will even get seen by people because of YouTube's algorithms and such yeah um right and that's an accusation that gets thrown around a lot is this clickbait you know oh you're just raising drama for clickbait you know yeah and, that kind of thing. and, and another thing is people don't know what the fuck clickbait is <laughs> clickbait <laughs> is you see a thumbnail and a title that clearly says something and the subject matter of the entire video is not that that's clickbait yeah but people right. just making a dramatic title or wording it in a way that makes it seem like it's the opposite side of the premise uh it's it's not fucking clickbait. Right, right. Or just overreacting to something or that kind of that thing. Too, you know, yeah. it's, it's right. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, I, I kind of lost where, where I was here. So this YouTuber had taken his own life because, uh, because he was threatened what? by Billy Mitchell. Uh, I, I would have. Okay, no, sorry, we're not going to make that jump. Yeah, I'm just saying this is there. the this is the stream of 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 your your narrative that's come to me is what I'm hearing. Not that there I'm, you go. Not yeah, saying that I as a matter of that. fact. Let's clarify that. Right. And, and by the way, um, you said six months ago. I just wanted to clarify for the audio listeners, if anyone's obviously not listening to this today or tomorrow, it is oh, yeah. only the end of uh, of of May here. So it's six months ago was December around Christmas, basically. Yep. Which is uh yeah. Ugh. So right. So in in his in his last video, uh where well it it was his his final video, um he he never mentioned Billy's name. Uh mm-hmm. you know, and, and went went out of his way to to really say that the it it was about mental and physical issues. Wait, 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 wait. Was this a video he put on YouTube explaining his reasons for Taking yes. a break, I assume, or no suicide. Yes, which YouTube then took down. I was going to say this can't still be up. Uh, it, yeah, it, they they took it off. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, fuck, damn, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason that all of this came back up 
and and that there's even like a new Carl Jobs video is um, that so Todd Rogers is back now, okay, and he's suing Twin Galaxies now, and it really sucks because like the whole conversation used to be super fun, you know. Like what? What are these guys doing next? You know, um, but when it gets into the lawsuits, uh, it, and especially, especially with like people and not companies and stuff, yeah, it has way too major of an impact. And it's so, it's a little close too. <laughs> yeah, Here we are um, as uh, video content creators talking about this. It's rough. Yeah. Now. We can laugh a little bit about Todd's lawsuit, though, because it is—it's against Twin Galaxies, right? Like the company—they're equipped to deal with it. And I mean, uh, are they? What year is this? This lawsuit now? This is new. This is uh, a new. This is thing. like in the year 2021. Yeah. So uh, Twin Galaxies is still functioning. Yeah, yeah, and they're under new management, like I was saying, and they are suing Billy Mitchell over that whole mess uh so they're suing him you gotta sue billy mitchell so you can get the money to pay the lawsuit to todd rogers <laughs> <laughs> um so, but then todd rogers is suing twin galaxies and oh boy it's a mess his lawsuit it's a fucking disaster first of all does he title have a case? of the video <laughs> say, what, say what does he even have a case dude the <laughs> The front page of his lawsuit says that his name is Todd Todgers. <laughs> I was going to say, why is that the name of the video? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why is it called Todd Todgers? Okay. So, so um, he's suing them because, <laughs> not because uh, they called him out on his cheating, but because they got his name wrong. <laughs> no, no. Okay. His, his lawsuit is a very poorly worded and poorly put together disaster oh so this is from uh, him, his end yeah <laughs> saying saying that i don't know that his rec i don't even know his record should be reinstated or he's they they defamed him i think he wants a half a million dollars is what it is my god um for for defamation and stuff because he can't make a career off fake video game scores anymore um so so that's the latest on that and that's that's the story that's where we're at right now uh that is the long history of these two particular individuals and their dealings with twin galaxies and how uh there's a lot of funny stuff in there um and i would really recommend looking up that ben heck show video with with todd rogers on it it's hilarious but uh but there are elements recently that uh, are extremely unfortunate, and again, I like not like not to draw a total causality thing here, but I just I can't I can't help but relate the, the events dots, yeah. of of someone being sued and then not being able to handle it when they already are under a lot of physical and mental pain. I also just trying to put myself in this YouTuber's shoes. I, I also just completely uh, see that if you were to, if you knew you were going to go through with this, especially if you were going to make a video about it, 
you definitely don't want to put it out there that it was a certain thing or person that caused it because then it just, man, it, it doesn't look good for anyone in the situation. Obviously it wasn't going to, to begin with, but it looks even worse, uh, in that you, man, there's a lot of, I don't want to even talk about There's, there's, there's a lot of complexity to what I'm talking about. And essentially yeah. what I'm trying to say is it doesn't come off as good looking for you or for anyone else. Even if you're not concerned with it, you don't want to be known as the guy that did that because of this. Um, and, 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 yeah. to, and to, to, to his credit, it's probably very true what he's saying is it it is not because of that. It's because of you know mental health issues. But I'm on I'm on the same boat as you with this as far as much as I know now. It's how do you get to, from 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 point A to 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 point B mental um, mental health issues and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. And on that note. Um you know, it, it, yeah, I've it, like if, it, to some degree, like I, I'm even sorry to kind of even bring it up. It's like because it's such a heavy thing that I'm not necessarily equipped to talk about. But you know, it's just that it it's part of the story now. No, uh, it's. A, I mean, I I, I don't think and, it's bad to bring it up. I think it's important yeah. because it kind of highlights that even dumb shit that people do and possibly allegedly fake can have serious repercussions even if you think it's just a video game in 1983 uh i mean 19 okay listen i was i was born in 89 basically 1990 um i don't i can't pretend to know to be from that time but growing up in the early 90s before the internet it was still a time of exactly as you said being that kid on the playground who will lie his head off about video games because no one is going to verify that and you just want to seem cool to your classmates and such it's not it's not something that uh i think you really see a negative downside of until unfortunately much later in life when if you're still pulling the same kind of shit albeit pre-internet so you still don't even think there'd be repercussions you know, it it still can. It's like the butterfly effect. You know, fucking chaos theory. One one small thing you do is going to have massive repercussions in another area later on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, <clears throat> I should also say, like, I you know, I'm not totally opposed to talking about it either, just because I he was a uh, someone I followed and I, I I really enjoyed a lot of a lot of the stuff he made, and I thought he the things he talked about was super important, and uh, he was always. Yeah. Like pretty well spoken to. Um, one thing, like when I when I first saw his videos, the thing, like the immediate thing, as someone who like tries to make YouTube videos every once in a while, that I noticed about his stuff that I took away from it, is that you click on one of his videos, and he's he's talking about the subject immediately. He's just the first sentence is talking about the subject. There's no hey guys, hey it's your boy, hey guys. <laughs> Today we're talking about it, like it's just it's like a video, it's like an essay, you know. Boom, you, get that have you heard of, um, sentence in there. Yeah, have you heard of the rule of thirds? Not in relation to photography. I've it's heard the, of the threes in comedy. Uh, yeah, kind of similar a little bit. It's where it's specifically about YouTube. Um, the rule is you can go to any YouTube video and, on average click to the part of the time stamp that would be exactly 33% into the video and not miss any important content 
and 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 forgo any awful intros and you'll basically be brought to right to the meat of what you want uh within reason of you can probably go back a couple seconds and then get everything uh let me let me give you a hot tip if you press three on your number pad, you will go 30% into the video. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot with hotkeys and such with uh, YouTube. I know they've been doing a lot with that, though, uh, especially right. in studio. I think I think M does something. To, like They have a whole bunch of keys that do things in YouTube studio. It's kind of cool. Yeah, all of the, the your number pad, each number on the number pad brings you to that percentage nice. times 10, uh, which I know because I accidentally hit zero and start videos over all the time. Um, oh so damn! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say um, it's uh with with um with with YouTube videos specifically. I I wonder if there's a, a hotkey to change like the playback speed. That'd be kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but there you go. Uh, so yeah, so the late the latest on the whole um the whole thing as well. Todd Rogers is back with a lawsuit. We haven't heard from him for two years. After, you know, when, when his shit, that's the thing is when his shit, uh, got taken off, he just disappeared, you know, um, while Billy Mitchell likes, he's been staying and fighting and suing, uh, you know, the whole time. But now Todd's back. I think the, when you told me, uh, about Guinness removing Billy Mitchell's record, I think that's the first time I heard of him because, uh, I, I'd heard the name before that. And I always knew it to be closely associated with Pac-Man. But yeah, I, I see what you mean now. It's because of that not being correct and that being the controversy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, oof, it, man, some of the, it, I, I, if any of this is interesting to you, I, I'd recommend going on a little YouTube adventure uh, and finding like a, as much of, the stuff about this as you can just because um just because like the i i want people to put it together for themselves you know everything i'm saying it's a you know it's a lot of alleged stuff a lot of the evidence seems to suggest this you know uh so i i would enjoy it you know if other people came to their own conclusions as well yeah man that's a <sighs> I'm trying to think of like other instances that I can point to of that where they were just really famous, but I think it's pretty much just that that's come to my mind because it was so early on, I guess, in video game history where these are, these people get known as like the first fraudsters, I guess you could, you could say where um, they just at a time where video evidence or any kind of evidence is just harder to come by, I, I guess it's going to be ripe with fraud and all that. I mean, they are either way, both of these people still had to be pretty good at a, at, a vi at the video game itself in order to just be able yeah. to demonstrate to people in real life. Hey, yeah, look here. I got that. I got this score this one time here. Let's come talk about it. I'll play some Pac-Man. You guys watch me play it. They, they had to be convincing for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, totally like, you know, no one, no one's, no one's really said, well, I don't know if Todd Rogers is any good at anything, but, uh, <laughs> based off his name. <laughs> well, no, nah, based on just how bullshit all his scores were. And also based on like any time, any video you can find of him actually playing dragster he's just, he doesn't know. Like he looks like what the fuck he's doing at all. Um, that's his secret. But, 
<laughs> Billy, on the other hand, though, like, I mean, you you could, he definitely knows how to play Donkey Kong. Um, it's just, you know, the issue is, the issue is it appears he was on MAME, and for some reason he's hiding that. For Why reason... would that be, right? <laughs> Why would that be? Yeah. Why would you hide it? Yeah, I mean, trying to play devil's advocate here, thinking about the scenario in which you described it, based off of what you said it's hard to make a case but it did you say he was this in like a bar or a convention or where did this encounter take place there's like three different uh, so which encounter are you talking about the one where you're like hey what about that fake board swap and then he goes hey he can tell you about that when he runs yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was in Florida. It was at a convention in Florida, I believe. Was he actively trying to leave the building at the time? Or was he just no. chilling and then ditched? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Definitely yeah. that. He goes into another room. It seems like uh, suing people might just be all he has, man. <laughs> if if, if it, he's really cheated all the time, based on the definition of cheat. It appears that way yeah we don't know what could be going on in billy mitchell's life mm. it's important to give him the benefit of the doubt i think it's important to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. absolutely like i'm thinking like i if i were to give him as much benefit of the doubt as i can i would think okay what if what if the arcade machine that he bought uh it was from a shady dealer and it's mame and he doesn't yes. know. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. But when it comes up, investigate that, you know? <laughs> okay, but think think about it this way. Uh, you say you buy uh, a jank arcade machine with MAME in it or whatever. Um, you do all the work to, to get a high score. Well, let's just assume that he did. Uh, he gets it. And then he shows it off, the video evidence, yada, yada. Um, and then this guy all of a sudden comes out. <laughs> that record was set in the 80s, I think. Um, and We're he, talking about Donkey Kong? Uh, yeah. This was in the 2000s, I think. Oh, okay. So even more better for the doubt. He had a history a, with it. He's got a lot of time of, of practice on his hands then, playing Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, like all, you know, a lot of no one's debating any of his like other scores that were like in like the 900,000s and stuff. I don't okay. think anyone's debating any of that. So, it was just when King of Kong was made and Steve Weeby beat his score and he immediately responded with the first million point score ever. Yeah. That's the suspicious one. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, I see that. Because how big of a gap did he win again by? Not very much. Okay. Like, it broke the million threshold, and that was a really big deal. And then I want to say there was, like, probably 50,000 more on top of that, which is significant. It's significant. But it wasn't, like, ridiculous. It wasn't, like, a, a million, 200,000. You know, it wasn't, like, ridiculous. It wasn't a Todd Rogers score. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it seems like Billy's got, like, a, a pretty sizable hill of other high scores that were at, at least have gone unchallenged as as totally legit um and he's playing atari games two decades after they have have gone out of fashion so he's got some time to practice um i mean hell I donkey even, kong's arcade 
Well, yeah, but I mean, he's still okay, had okay. it go on. <laughs> for a long right, time. Go on, go on. Um, like I myself play games that are from two decades ago. I'm not because I played them back then. It's just because I like them now. But like, there's still plenty of case to be made that in the time that it takes for him to make that score, and the time that it takes for him to just get a machine, a hold of a hold of a machine that that'll do it for him. Um, in the early 2000s, MAME was totally a thing. It was thriving, right? So like. You're, I think that actually could be probably one of the biggest things in his favor is what if he just, I mean, he didn't show the cabinet. He didn't show him getting the score. Fake board swap video, though. That wasn't MAME. That was a real-ass arcade board. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to this. So when you said fake board swap, for some reason, I was thinking high scoreboard, meaning like a picture oh, or capture of the high score. No, You're they saying, show them op- opening up the arcade cabinet unplugging the Donkey Kong Jr. board or maybe the Donkey Kong board and taking it out, bringing the other board back in, except that other board, it looks identical. So... And and wh- then when wh- questioned the, about it... Why was the video uh-huh. made? W- w- was there a fault in the, in the original board? Uh, no, it was because he um, uh, was saying that he... Got the high, the new world record in either Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Jr. I don't remember which one was first, but they were swapping the board, so now he's going to get the record in the other one. And that was the story: was that um, he got both records in one day. So two different games. Yeah, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong okay, Jr. Okay, so he was just and so the video loading was of it to them change swapping games. the boards. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. All right. That makes sense. Um, and that was proven to be fake? Well, I mean, it's hard to prove anything, right? <laughs> but when questioned about it, I would say, in my opinion, they <laughs> behaved very suspiciously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, think, thinking about, I, I think about things one piece at a time, sorry. But going back to his reaction, man, it's not just one of those, hey, I got to get out of here. He'll tell you about that. I'll see you later. It was one of those just like, <laughs> no, he, he wasn't out to get a dinner date. He was dying and dashing. <laughs> and, um, also, like, at, at some point, they removed all the audio from the YouTube video also because it was on YouTube. Oh. And, like, after, once suspicion started to rise about, like, what's with this video and why is, does it seem fake? All of a sudden, that video was was mute on YouTube after that. So you couldn't hear what they were saying anymore. It didn't have any hmm. music in it, did it? No, no. If it had it music, not. it could have been a copyright strike and then they right. had to mute it. Yeah. Um, what? Now that leads me to believe, what could, okay, aside from dialogue, what could be sound-wise happening that would lead you to think that this is fake? Uh, well, the fact that they are explaining explicitly what is happening. Oh, Oh, you know, they're okay. saying this is what we're doing, and here's why we're doing it. You know, as they're mm. doing the thing. Um, so you know, you take that context out, and now it's just well, I don't know. It's a video where he takes a board out and puts it back in. Yeah, <laughs> it's really the hardest part to give him the benefit of the doubt on. Um. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's that thing where it's like you can give him as much benefit of the doubt as you can. I just don't think that he's behaving in a way that uh, an innocent person would. Do you think we can um, meet him at like PAX or something 
and we'll dress as the guy who dressed like Billy Mitchell and go up to him. And if we go, hey, what's Ooh. up with that video muting? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little too meta, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's that. Um, boy, I feel like there was one other thing about it at the at the very end there with what you were saying oh yeah and also just the fact that like once again you know it, it's like uh, again again if he's innocent the accusation is that it's on Maine, right he doesn't like it, it, that seems like a thing that you could investigate uh a little bit better than than yeah. what they've attempted to do instead of just uh denial and lawsuits so well, there you man, go. It's, it's Hopefully, a... this YouTube video survives. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't get it taken down. Well, we won't get it demonetized because we don't have mm-hmm. enough people to monetize yet. But you know, maybe hopefully soon, which you guys can actually help out with. So, if uh, if you guys listening right now um, are listening, you're probably not watching it on YouTube. But if you want, we do have a YouTube channel, and you should subscribe to it. Just saying. Don't hit the bell, though. For the love of God, don't hit that fucking bell. Who uses I don't the bell? Be re- I don't want to be responsible for your phone going off <laughs> when it's 2 a.m. and I decide to fucking upload something. Yeah, don't hit the bell. I don't even know if that works. I, I, every channel I hear it says hit the bell icon. Uh, people, they're the same people who say our videos don't get noticed by anyone. And mean, meanwhile, the videos that say our videos don't get noticed by anyone are on my f- front fucking page every time. <laughs> <laughs> So no. We've noticed that a lot of the people listening aren't subscribed. What's the deal with that? Like, oh god, oh, I'm that's so sick always of all that yeah, shit. that's always going to be a thing. Um, it's it's mostly just watch time that we need. So I say subscribe <laughs> because that's a thing you do on YouTube. But if you just watch us on YouTube, we appreciate it. We need those watch hours. You you got you just just live your lives, all right? You know, if we're part of it, cool. You, you can, know how to you know how to do things to get more of us if you want it. We don't got to tell you. You can be the good cop in this situation. I'm going to be the bad cop who just plopped his <laughs> dick out on the table right now and told you to do what you need to do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I don't I don't know where to land on either of these. I'm going to probably watch these videos myself. And we'll probably – you want to link them in the description, actually. We can just kind of say, hey, here's here's the Todd <laughs> Todd Todgers going in uh, – here's his squirrely voice and – and uh, we can also probably sure, link the sure. video to Billy Mitchell. Yeah, I I would uh, I would recommend checking it out. Um, I I think the evidence is very compelling, and uh, you know, I hope you do too. Yeah, you want to cut it off on that tonight? Yeah, that's good for me. All right, well, we started a little bit late. Uh, oh, we went a little bit late too. Yeah, it's all it's all hunky-dory from me i'm gonna go and uh, pass out i think you are too everyone you guys have been great a uh i think uh, i think you guys have been the loudest audience we've had it's awesome <laughs> but uh yeah i'm invictus Knox, and who is this uh handsome person next to me i'm dash retro uh, and we could be found around the internet with those names uh and if you see the video you'll see our names in there so there you go Peace, guys. You guys have been awesome. Later. Thanks for downloading.